The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. With me now in studio is Minister for Education and Norma Foley. Minister, you're welcome to the show. Thanks very and, uh, much, Kieran. Thanks Thank for you. taking the time to come into it. So, these plans that would have seen some Leaving Cert students uh, sitting uh, the exam, parts of the exam, of two exams in fifth year by 2024, they have been put on hold. What more can you tell us? I suppose in terms of senior cycle reform, really, there's a a number of different initiatives, um, um, shorter term and longer term. And um, much of the work already, uh, we've taken some steps. So, for example, our Leaving Certificate Vocational Programme for the first time ever as part of senior cycle reform is now available to all students. The Leaving Certificate Applied Programme Senior Cycle Reform has identified there needs to be an integrated Leaving Certificate programme. So the LCA programme now has the opportunity to take a subject from the established Leaving Certificate. That's for the first time ever this year. Um, Equally so, we'll say our students at Junior Cycle level study, those with additional needs study an L1, L2 syllabus. There's no um, equivalent syllabus at Senior Cycle, but the work on that has already commenced. The work has already commenced in terms of remodelling uh, the transition year programme and the work is also ongoing in terms of the, um, uh, I suppose the review of assessment modes mm. that might be coming on stream. Separate um, from that in its entirety then um, I suppose we're looking at other initiatives like Network Schools being rolled out and for that today we made two positive announcements in terms of the delivery board has now been put in place and equally so a partnership form. But distinct from that I suppose as an interim short term measure while senior cycle was being developed the proposal was on the table in terms of the paper ones at the end of fifth year for yeah. uh, English and for Irish and as a consequence of uh, consultation and this th- I suppose the, the impetus for this came from I suppose um, so many different sources in the first instance the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child very clear that we needed in Ireland uh, to look at the spreading of the assessment load equally so um, the the Joint Committee, for example, in education that held um, a variety of hearings and again, consistently coming from parents, students and wider interests. Um, there we heard again the need to spread the assessment load. So as an interim measure, distinct, if you like, from senior cycle reform, but as an interim measure, um, the proposal was made around the paper ones. We consulted in relation to it, engaged with various partners and the point was made that in terms of the particular cohort at present, the particular transition year students, that they have been especially impacted on COVID as a year group and therefore additional time would be required to look at it in the round once again. And I acknowledge the impact of COVID across not just the education sector, but across Mm. society. But I do understand that specifically this transition year group have been particularly impacted. So we're taking the time just on that one particular measure to uh, take a look at that again. This is just a stay of execution, is it? Maybe that's an unfair uh, (laughs) uh, uh, description to use. But it sounds like you're suggesting we we, we are got this is still the plan we still want to implement this we still want elements of paper one examined in fifth year but once this current crop maybe get through the system and you don't have people who are impacted by COVID to the same degree Well I think um, again just to reiterate this was always to be a short term interim measure um, distinct if you like from senior cycle Um, and it was in, I suppose, in answer to, I suppose, two things. One, to acknowledge that there is a need to spread the assessment load and two, to, you know, um, to, to move things along. However, as a consequence of the engagement, as I've already said to you, um, COVID being a particular factor, we have paused okay. it. We have said that we will re-engage. So, we will look at it once again in the round um, 
to see what potential there is going okay, forward. So, so what, what's the long-term vision that this was going to be a stopgap between? Oh, for sure. Uh, this was always presented as um, a short-term measure, yeah. um, distinct from senior cycle, if you like. And but it would it would run, I suppose, back to back while some of the other initiatives, as I've already outlined to you in terms of the LCVP programme, the Leaving Certificate uh, Applied programme, the new subjects, the background work for the new subjects, which are film, drama and theatre studies, climate action, sustainability, all that work being done. Uh, so there are many positive steps already in terms of senior cycle. But as an interim measure, we were looking but, but at that uh, one it, single measure. But but a more a move to a more continuous asset. Is that the, that's, that's the vision? That's and then, also there. Absolutely. And, and this was going to be a step in between? Well, um, no, this um, step, as you you call it, was actually, as I said, an interim measure, but distinct from senior cycle. The the assessment aspect... I I I appreciate that, but it it, it was a way as well of... of, introducing an element of continuous assessment or a sense no. of it, was it not? Well I, well, I don't think so, to be fair now, because it was still going to be part of the state exam. What we're talking about in, in the broadest context in terms of um, uh, uh, assessment of students, we have, uh, as part of senior cycle, um, indicated that there would be uh, an element of teacher assessment there at, at uh, approximately 40%. But we've also been very clear that that would be worked through or co-developed in our schools as part of network schools and the, the body of work and preparation for that is underway at the okay. minute and that is due to take place um, uh, in September of 24 but there's there's work to be done prior to getting to that point. So the, the, the rationale though for introducing it, uh, for introducing this uh, elements of paper one in English and Irish uh, being examined in fifth year at the end of fifth year that was off the back of kind of UN recommendations around uh, uh, around education and the education of, of older teenagers and uh, our own kind of internal reviews that had happened here in Ireland as well. So are we rejecting that advice? No, what I'm saying is, I suppose, all of society, not just the education sector, but all of society is cognizant, I suppose, of, of COVID and the impact of COVID. And we're particularly cognizant of it in education. We've introduced a variety of different measures, whether it's, you know, the reduction in the pupil teacher ratio, the extension of DESH, where one in four of our, sco- our students now avail of DESH supports. The summer programme, for example, that we had this year at 40 million euro, that's for children with the, and young people with additional needs, but also for those at risk of education disadvantage. So um, we're also introducing um, uh, on a pilot basis counselling services, um, you know, in our primary schools, all, mm. you know, really on the back of, I suppose, what students have experienced during COVID. So in, in fairness, I want to acknowledge we did always right throughout this process agree to engage. Uh, one of the points that was consistently raised was this particular cohort of TY students yeah. have been especially impacted by COVID. And, no, and, and I accept that. And I appreciate that. that. There'll be people yeah. listening, though, and they'll think, hold on, if there was good reasons to introduce this, and we're not surprised that people have been impacted by COVID. It was mm. three years ago today. I think three years ago today, we had our first COVID case tomorrow, possibly. Uh, the first COVID case was recorded in this country. That actually what happened was the unions uh, just said, no, we're not on board with this. And so you've had to put, implement a U-turn. No, I don't think that's fully accurate. Um, I, I think, to be fair, um, there there was engagement around this um, and there are... Um, a wide variety of voices in the education sector, very importantly, the voice of the teachers, but there is also many other voices yeah. as well. And I, you know, my officials and I engage with all of them um, specifically. Not as much uh, as they'd like. I mean, they were uh, on News Talk Breakfast this morning. We had yeah. them on this show last week. And they said there was no consultation. Well, I don't think that's fair or accurate now in terms of officials from my department um, engaging with them. And in fact, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, there, as I've said, there are many voices that uh, 
justifiably need to be engaged with and that includes uh, the teaching unions but it includes equally as importantly all the other voices as well and um, I, I think uh, I have always said that I am prepared to listen to a point uh, or a point of view um, and different experiences there was a consistent view around the COVID issue um, for this cohort of students I accept that I acknowledge that in the department we've introduced a number of other measures in terms of COVID mitigation and I, I I did appreciate the point that has been raised around COVID here. So what we've said is uh, we will take further time. We will uh, engage again. We will see what potential there is going forward. Um, But notwithstanding that, at the same time, all of the other aspects of senior cycle reform, as they have been scheduled, are continuing to be rolled out. And as I've said, we're we're doing that on an ongoing basis. And two of the most significant moves today are in and around the delivery um, uh, group who will be responsible for the oversight, if you like, and the partnership form, Mm. which um, just for the point of clarity, the partnership form will be born of the teachers, the parents, the students and all the other um, partners within the education sector. So two very positive moves forward as well in terms of senior cycle today. Are there a cohort within the unions who are just too quick to say no? Um, I think that um, the unions are representative of a wide body of voices and and that's not unique to any particular union. That would be the same in all unions. I think it's important that all voices are heard at all times and um, it's up to each union body then Mm. to make their own determination. But that's the nature of it, that you'd have very very many voices within any one given organisation or body. There is, you know, I remember someone remarking to me that there's an attitude among some of the unions that were the school to propose painting the skirting board a different shade of white, that they should say no to it. Because to to do otherwise would be to be seen as a pushover by the Department of Education. I want to acknowledge, to be fair, to everybody in the education sector, um, I think perhaps the most challenging time we've ever experienced in education has been, as you've identified, the last three years during COVID. And I think without exception, everyone within the school community, and I include everyone, mm. um, stood up to the mark, did what needed to be done. It's and a good answer, the but of education. it's a good answer to a different question. No, I you, didn't ask you're, about. You're, I didn't ask about the, the 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 willingness of teachers and unions to put their shoulders to the wheel during COVID. I was getting at the intransigence of unions. No, and I was giving an example of what I think is perhaps the most demanding ask that was ever placed on anyone's shoulders in the education sector. And I think, uh, without exception, everybody within the education sector stood up in the most challenging of times. So those periods it, of intransigence are punctuated by progression. Short bursts of uh, No, it. I, I think in fairness, um, the, and I've always and consistently said this, when you are dealing around the table with partners in education, partners in any sphere of life, there will always be different views, different life experiences, different perspectives. Mm. That's the richness of it. Um, but ultimately, what we seek to do around the table is we come to an agreement. Uh, can I just circle back then before uh, I let you go, just to, to the, the, the stop gap, the bridge, however we want to describe it, this temporary measure that was going to be in place again of paper one in English and Irish being examined at the end of first year. So it's been parked for the moment, as you say, on co- after consultation with the unions and accepting the reality of the impact of COVID. No, just to be clear, it, it, it was not singular consultation with the unions. It was across with the... Stakeholders, the stakeholders, with stakeholders. With everybody who's represented in the education sector uh, after consultation full stop and acknowledgement that uh, this particular crop of TY students were significantly impacted by COVID is that part for, for good now given as you say that look, this wasn't part of the, the long term vision well as I said or do you suspect it might, it, it, we, we might still see the implementation of this albeit only a temporary measure except that yeah. but we still might see it at some point well indeed we've indicated that we are happy to um, engage again and um, 
and see what potential there okay. is going forward. And we're, you know, that's the purpose of uh, partnership in, in education that we would take the opportunity to engage when they present themselves and I'm very happy to, to do that going forward here in relation to this issue. Minister for Education, Norma Foley. Minister, thanks a million for thanks joining me much, here Kieran. in Thank studio. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.